Um, for those of you guys that don't know, my name is Lindsay Wells. Um, I was a former intern here last semester. Um, so if you saw me on stage, that's why. And if you've been wondering where I've been, it's because my internship's over and it's really sad and I had to get a new job. So it's really, really horrible for me. Um, but every time I would come on stage last semester, I was literally the most nervous human being ever. And it is no different tonight. So just give me some grace because I like cannot do public speaking. Um, it makes me want to like throw up. So um, first row, you are in the splash zone, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but it'll be great. So when Todd came to me about talking um, for the GOAT series, uh, I was like, yeah, I would love to. What's, like, what do you, what's it going to be on? And he was like, um, God's patience towards us. And I was like, okay. Um, I'm like the most least patient human being. I don't have it at all in my body. And if it is, it's like super far deep down where I just haven't figured out how to um, have that characteristic portrayed yet. Um, Bo, my husband, always says that, like, if I want something, I want it right then, that second. I want to know everything about it. For instance, last night we were on the way home from getting a coffee table, like an Alpharetta, and the traffic was horrible, and I had to go to the bathroom so bad. And nothing else really mattered in that moment other than that I had to go. And I was... and. This is how he kind of portrays me. He'll, like, make fun of me. He's like, I have to go to the bathroom. And that is literally how I was in the front seat. Like, I have to go. He ended up having to pull over. But that's kind of how I am with everything. Like, if I if something's on my brain or something like that, like, it has to be right then at that moment. I can't wait for it. Which, going to the bathroom is, like, an actual, like, that's a real big need. So I I think that's okay. But um, that's it's for anything. Like, if I'm hungry or if I really want to, I don't know, go on a vacation. Like, I want to do it right then, and I want to know everything about it right then. So I'm not really at all like God with the whole patience factor, but I'm trying. I'm doing my best. Um, So when we think about patience, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Is it that you're like me and you really struggle with it and you can't do it at all? Or maybe that you really need to show some other people patience in your life or show yourself some patience, give yourself some grace? To understand what patience is, we have to look at like the patience and the long-suffering of God. His patience is given to us through Christ. It's given to us through what he did on the cross, and it's given to us through the grace that he now shows us because of that. It all stems from his grace towards us. We see this in 1 Timothy, 1 Timothy 1, verses 15 and 16. It says, The saying is trustworthy and deserving of all acceptance. The Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of who I am the foremost. But I receive mercy for this reason, that in me, as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who were to believe in him for eternal life. So basically what that's saying is, when we accept Jesus as our Savior, we are now seeing his patience on display. We are now given grace. And he's going to be, he's not going to care if he has to wait around for us to get that in our heads, to to get that we are are sinners and we need him in our heads. He just wants us to come back to him. So because of what Jesus did on the cross, because he died for our sins, God's patience is now in full, full full-fledged action, and he allows us to be repentant. So he gives us the opportunity as sinners to repent for our sin, of our sins. 
but there's a big difference between repentance and rebellion. So repentance is like an all-out cry to God, like, God, I, I don't want this stronghold over me anymore. I don't want this sin to have control over me. Please, like, take this from me. Give me the strength I need to beat this. And then rebellion is knowing that God's a good father, that he forgives our sins, and I'm just going to keep doing it anyways because he forgives me. I'm going to kind of take advantage of that. When I was in high school, I was, I dabbled or whatever a lot with the whole rebellion side of it. Um, I had a relationship with Jesus since I was really young, um, but kind of like fell off like most people do. Um, And I thought, well, I'm just going to kind of try to do this on my own here. Um, It was around the time where I first started driving, so 16, thought I ran the world. I just got my license, and um, yeah, I said, I think I can do this on my own. So I would go places I wasn't supposed to be. I would do things I wasn't supposed to be doing, and I would pray like heck I wouldn't get busted. Um, So I, I struggled so much with rebellion because a lot of my friends were doing these things. I didn't want to be the one left out. I didn't want to be the uncool one. None of those are excuses at all. I mean, I knew I was sinning, and I just took advantage of God because I knew he was forgiving. A lot of what my actions were, it looked a lot like this. So I would go to where I wasn't supposed to be, do, where I wasn't supposed to be, drink a little bit, do some other stuff. Um, <laughs> and before I went to bed at night, I would literally be like, God, I'm so sorry for this. I'm so sorry. Please don't, just don't let my parents find out, and I promise I will never do this again. And, that, and then a couple of days would pass, and God had my back. You know, my parents never find out. And the next weekend, it'll be right back then. God, oh, I swear this is my last time. Please don't let my mom find out. She'll whip me. And that was kind of how it was. And it literally happened continuously until finally something, I mean, bad happened. And I was like, oh, this isn't what I wanted to be anymore. I was where I wasn't supposed to be at. I wasn't drinking. I was at a friend's house. I was actually the DD for one of my friends that night. Um, so, well, for four of my friends. And they were pretty far gone, and it was around like 1 a.m., and I was like, okay, it's time to head on home. So I was only supposed to be taking three guys home that were my best friends, and we, one of, a uh, one guy that we like had mutual friends with, it's like, can, I, can you take me home too? So I was like, sure. So I had, like, a Jeep Liberty, so we all piled in, um, and it was really tight quarters in the back, and one, the guy that, like, wasn't really one of our friends, who was just, like, a mutual friend or something, started getting a little rowdy. Um, he, first off, this is going to sound really dumb, it was, they started fighting over, like, school rivalries, like, I went to South Paulding, the guy went to Paulding County, and they were like, our baseball team's better, our baseball team's better, it was, and it, but since they were like intoxicated it went really far far gone and they started yelling Lindsay pull over the car like pull over the car we want to beat him up basically and I was like I'm not pulling over the car it's 1am we're driving down 61 I was like uh uh-uh. uh and like well when, you, when we get to his house we're going to do it and then his parents are going to call the cops and you're going to be in trouble and I was like I'm not pulling over the car you guys can get it together so they start pulling my hair from the back seat hitting me from the back seat yelling and so I'm like crying at this point and I pulled over the car 
and the guy got really badly hurt. And everyone knew it was me that was driving when it got out. And everyone knew that I was a Christian, and it was me driving. Um, And so I didn't like that feeling. I didn't like that it was on me that this kid, even though I wasn't the one that beat him up, but I wasn't involved. I pulled over the car. I didn't like that. I didn't want to be a part of that anymore. And so I, I mean, it, it scared me to death. I, to watch the people I love more than anything fight with each other and with someone else and to see that whole atmosphere, it was something that I'll never be able to get out of my brain. Um, and I didn't like the way that they treated me in the process of it either. So I decided I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna do that anymore. And I know this is a little bit of a side tangent, but don't let, don't let something bad have to happen for you to finally be like, I don't want to keep living in that way anymore. I don't want to keep rebelling against God. I want to, to give my sins. Don't let something like that ha- have to happen for you to it finally click in your brain that this, is, this isn't right, you know? Because it, it's, it's not, and trust me, it's, it would be, I wish so badly that I would have just clicked. It would have clicked with me before I had to... Um, to go through that and see that. Um, so, I mean, don't keep doing something that you know isn't what you're supposed to be doing. Continuously sinning and rebelling against God is a slap in the face to him. It, I mean, he's going to love you through it, but it is. It's taking advantage of who he is. I mean, he's offering this grace to you, and you're saying, yeah, God, I love you, but I, do, do I love you enough to lay, down, lay this down? I don't know. But with that being said, if you, think, if you feel like that's you, if you feel like you've been, I mean, you've been living in a way that you know you shouldn't be, it's not too late for you. It's not too late for you to, to lay that down, to let go of that. If you think that God's just extended his hand to you one too many times, I want to tell you that it's still out there, that he hasn't forgotten about you, that he hasn't given up on you at all. It's still right there, and he's still waiting for you to come, to come back home to him. I mean, yeah, he doesn't like what you've been doing, but he still loves you. He still likes you as a person. You know, that saying, like, I don't like you, but I still love you. Like, he does both. He likes you and loves you, and that's hard for me to say. But, like, that's just who he is. So I know what you're, like, thinking, like, well, Lindsay, like, that's, that's easy for you to say, like, you're not going through this, you're, you're not struggling with this sin, you're not doing this, well, it's easy for me to say because I've experienced it. I've experienced his love still chasing after me even when I'm literally running as fast as I can away from him because he's a patient God, because he, he doesn't give up on us. Like Tyler was saying last week, I mean, he is searching for that one sheep that's lost. He will leave the 99 to come after that one sheep, and if you're the one his patience hasn't run out for you. He ha- his grace hasn't run out. You, you're, he's still right there. It's his patience. Is, that's what keeps him waiting with his arms wide open for you. Because of the cross, because of what Jesus did for us, God's long-suffering is worth it to him because he's now able to welcome us home. So if that is you, if you are, if you are wrestling with something inside, whether it be you can't let go of of your, of your drinking problem, like, man, Lindsay, my, my parents fight constantly, and this is the only thing that keeps me above water if I can just get drunk and forget about it. 
or if I can get high and, and forget about it. Or, Lindsay, I, I can't stop with my pornography struggle. I can't. I can't do it. I can't lay that down. Or if you can't stop cheating on tests or lying to your parents or what, whatever your thing is that's holding you down, I want to tell you that he will still come after you, you and he still wants to welcome you home. It's, it's, you're not, it's not too late for you. It's not too late for you to come back to him at all. He wants to welcome you, and he's giving you time to do that. So when I say giving you time, I mean that because God's delay in returning back to earth is, the way, is one of the ways he shows patience towards us. He's giving everyone time to repent of their sins. We see this in 2 Peter verses 3, verse Second oh, Peter three nine, the Lord is not slow to fulfill His promises, as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any of you would perish, but that all would reach repentance. And then later in verse fifteen, it says, "And count the patience of our Lord as salvation." I mean, that's a gracious God. He is not wishing that any of you would perish, but that you would reach repentance and now live an eternal life with Him. He could easily come back tomorrow, and I mean, maybe he will, but he could easily come back 100 years ago and said, sorry, y'all, it's over. Time's up. But instead, he waits. God's patience is great, and we see that because of his waiting, but we also see in the Bible that it's not forever, that the rapture is going to come, that he's going to come back and take over, and God's going to come back and take over the world. And I promise you that you want to be on the right side of things when that happens that you want to be with him and right with him when that's happening. He's giving you the time you need to confess and come back home. He's waiting on you. If you've been looking for a sign or if you've been looking for, for something to, to tell you, like, uh, I'm, I'm going to keep on doing what I'm doing until I get, until I get a sign that, that it's time for me to return back to Jesus, I'm telling you, that, like, this is it. Come back to him. Confess your sins and lay it all down before God. Don't, don't let it be too late. Don't take advantage of him. Come back. He's waiting for you. He wants you still as his child. He wants you to be that. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to think that it's too late for me because it's not. You know, I say a lot. Like one of one of my small group girls has a had a had a pretty bad, I would say, bad cards dealt to her. And she, when she first came to me, she said, "I I just don't think that he." that he's there, that he would, he would still be there for me. And, he, and you know, he is. Like if, if that's you, he, he's still there for you. He still wants you. His patience is still there. Because of Jesus, because of him dying on the cross, his patience is still there. He wants to make you whole. He wants to heal you of, of your sin. He wants to free you from that. And I trust me, living in, a, living in freedom is way better than living in bondage of stuck to some sin that you can't let go of, stuck to something that you really can't lay down. And if you aren't a believer and, you, and you're not because you think, well, I, 
I'm too far gone. Now's your time too. This is it for you. He's so much better than a drink. He's so much better than having to, to feel whole by doing something he shouldn't be. He'll make you whole just by his perfect love and his presence and his patience and his grace. My prayer is that you'll come to understand what God did by sending Jesus down on the cross for you. It's a perfect example of his love. It's a perfect example of his grace and his patience. And I pray that you'll understand that no matter what, salvation is still extended to you. So if, if you feel like this is you, I, I want to take the time and kind of and pray. And if you feel like you need to repent of anything, I'm going to give you a time to do that in this. And you can repeat after me or you could do your own thing or whatever. If you feel like you're ready to accept salvation, this is for you too. So why don't you bow your heads with me? God, we're so humbled to come before you today. We're humbled that we get to be in your presence, that we get to be with you like this. God, we know that sometimes we mess up and that sometimes we fall short of who you've called us to be. But we're ready to come back to you and we're ready to to have our sins not hold us down anymore. So if you're one of the people that are, that are wanting to repent something or wanting to lay something down before God, just repeat after me in this. God, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for, for falling short, for falling away, for letting this thing, this sin, and cry out your sin before him. Feel free to do that. I'm, I'm sorry for letting this sin now hold me captive of, of what life could be with you, of this bondage, of, what it, or of this freedom that life could be with you. I, I don't want to be a prisoner to that anymore. Help me. Give me your strength. Take this away from me. I want to live with you. I want to live in perfect love and in freedom with you. God, I'm tired of running. Give me, give me everything I need to not be a slave to this anymore. And if you're someone that feels that hasn't accepted Jesus into their heart and would like to do that now, you can repeat after me in this. And God, I'm, I'm so, I'm so ready to receive this of what of this grace that you've, that you've talked about for this grace that I've now seen from knowing that Jesus has come on the cross. God, I, I want to be with you. I want to receive your free gift of salvation. Now is the time, and I want it. I want to live with you forever in heaven with an eternal life. God, just, just wash, me, wash me white. Free me of my, of my sins. Wash me clean. I want to be white as snow. Heal me, Father. God, we're just so thankful for what you've done here tonight. We're so thankful for what you're doing in this ministry. I thank you so much that I get to be a part of it like this. I thank you so much for, for the life change that I can see in the, in the students and, in, and in, even in the leaders and in, in me and the band and everyone just because of what you're doing here. We're so thankful to be in your presence like this. I just ask that you just be, be in the hearts of these students, be in the lives of these students and give them everything that they need in this time. We love you so much, God, and we are so thankful for who you are, and we're so thankful for Jesus, and that that because of the cross, your patience is extended to us. We are able to repent. It's not, it's not too late. 
We are so thankful for you, Lord. In your name we pray, amen.